Rebel Nation, are you ready? It's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. He gets the blocks he needs. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Straight in the middle. It's a first down and more. See you later. It's going to be a touchdown for Judkins. Right up the middle, David. Big gaping hole opened up, and Judkins just burst through there. Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, Yancey Porter, and Gordon Ford bring you the latest on everything going on with Ole Miss Athletics. Gets control and the dunk. Oh, my. Don't sit on the sidelines. Be part of the show. Text in your questions or comments at 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. He hits one high and deep left field. Kane shading the eyes at the track, and it is gone. Let's get to it. Here's your host, Gary Darby. Hey, we thank you for being with us tonight. Another Rebel Yell Hotline, the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary, Chuck, Yancey, and here for what seems like the 40th year, I have not had my name called in the Major League Baseball draft. <laughs> Golly. I don't know what is wrong. I'm shocked. Who doesn't need a closing in on 60, right, <laughs> and 5-5, five, five, and went through the closet and has two pair of jeans he can wear right now. <laughs> Got to go shopping. Dude that can't throw it from second base to first. A better question, have you ever coached one that's been drafted in all your years of coaching the Wooden Bat Leagues? Um, that's been co- – uh, no. No? I don't think wow. so. That's surprising. I've, I've, I've had some – well, I may take that back. I may have had one, Dalton Minton, when it was from Horn Lake that ended up going to Delta State that might have been drafted late. Okay. Throughout that, a lot of times in the league that I'm in, it's a lot of JUCO, you know, mm-hmm. uh, smaller school situations, doing those high school guys. We were rained out this weekend, didn't get a chance to, to, to get out there and play. But it'll be interesting. A lot of new kids to see. I guess, you know, uh, the ones that are made like the Fourier, Chase Kessinger, I had him uh, at times, and he's finished up in Memphis and going into the coaching part of things. Wow. And things like that. So, I didn't know he decided to become a coach. He did. Neat. Yeah, sticking around Memphis. Yeah. All right, so we did have the draft, and we will get to that uh, today as the early part of the program. And then we're going to talk with Ben Troop. He's the co-host of ESPN Coastal's flagship program called Three and Out, tight end at Florida, played in the NFL with the Titans, the Bucks, and the Raiders. And, Yancey, what's he going to provide for us today? A lot of SEC information. This guy is very well knowledge about everybody in the SEC. I think all the listeners are going to enjoy his perspective on what could possibly unfold this season. Early on, we're brought to you by First South Farm Credit, over 100 years of existence supporting rural communities and agriculture already for you and guide you through that financial journey. It is First South Farm Credit. In the last couple of minutes before we take the break, and when we take the break, we will get into the Major League Baseball draft, the current almost players selected, the signees, the, the ones that went very high, and some thoughts on that. And our next segment, plus we'll take your text messages at 662-426-1093. Yancey's brought to us by the Outback Steakhouse and our friend Steve Grantham. Nine locations in Mississippi and Tennessee. Yeah, this will be the excuse me MLB baseball draft heavy here. My first thought is I thought the baseball draft went really well last night for the Ole Miss baseball program. First, we saw Jacob Gonzalez and Kemp Alderman go in rounds one and two. Gonzo is only the sixth Rebel to ever be drafted in the first round, kind of surprising. And there have been a lot of great players to come out of the Ole Miss program. 
Kemp shot up the boards round two is is now in the Millionaire Club. Maybe Chucky can join that club in his next life. <laughs> Thought number two. Ole Miss catcher Calvin Harris went to the White Sox today in the fourth round. Ole Miss right-handed pitcher Jack Daugherty went to the Twins in the ninth round. Now we are going to see what happens to the current players like Josh Mallets, Xavier Rivas, Ethan Ledge, and Ethan Groff. The Rebels are costly optimistic about the remaining four players, but that will be dictated on the remainder of the draft and free agency. August 1st is, is the deadline, so we'll know something soon. Thought number three, the biggest news of the draft so far is that their star shortstop signee Cooper Pratt didn't get drafted until the Brewers took the 6-4 shortstop in the sixth round. The Oxford native on the surface, it looks like he's going to be a no-brainer to Enroll at Ole Miss, but we are now hearing from good sources the Brewers are trying to make a run like the Red Sox did with Ole Miss center fielder signing Roman Anthony last year by coming up with a huge number past the slot at value. We also saw the star catcher signing Campbell Smithwood take his name out of the draft. That is huge news for the Rebels' future, as we all know. Thought number four, congrats to a pair of Ole Miss right-handed pitcher signings Xander Muth and Josh Knotts. Josh was taken in the supplemental first rounder while Xander was taken in the second round. Neither reported to Ole Miss with the rest of the freshmen two weeks back. Now we see why. And my last thought of the day, maybe I'm drinking a little bit of Chucky's Kool-Aid, but I'm becoming more and more optimistic about the 2023 football season. What they did in the last portal window was nothing short of beautiful. They turned their defensive back, defensive line, and wide receiver rooms from a team weakness to a team strength. I'm keeping my fingers crossed they can add another punter, a depth piece at running back, and another jack linebacker, the latter probably being the hardest to accomplish. We will get deeper into what the draft has meant to the Ole Miss baseball team here next with some other thoughts and things. Again, 426-1093, question about the Ole Miss quarterback room already there, the crowded quarterback room and, and how Chuck feels that may play out along the way. Plus, again, Ben Troop will join us coming up in the second half of the program. You guys know, please get to us, 662-426-1093 on the text message line. And next, we'll talk more of the draft on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw Real Estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Campbell Clinic Orthopedics, a national and international leader in musculoskeletal care, is opening a full-service clinic in Oxford on June 12th, offering a full spectrum of orthopedic care, including sports medicine, pediatrics, hip and knee, spine, shoulder and elbow, foot and ankle, hand and wrist, as well as cast and x-ray services, and a physical therapy department. Schedule online now at www.campbellclinicoxford.com. We also offer a convenient weekly walk-in clinic, Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. until 4 p.m. Campbell Clinic Oxford, located at 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Across from the cottages at Hooper Hollow. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Well, the Major League Baseball draft has made it through 10 rounds today. They will stop. They'll kick it back up. They've got another 10 rounds to go, and we're going to discuss that a little bit here in text messages. At 662-426-1093, we're about to get into one of those in this discussion because I'm glad somebody brought this up. Looks like the White Sox are trying to be our favorite team <laughs> in Major League mess. Baseball, right? Yeah. Uh, because here's the deal. Lance Lynn, back end of his career, yeah. but he's in the starting rotation for them. Got two last, more years on the Last year they drafted Tim Elko and Drew McDaniel. This year they've drafted Jacob Gonzalez and Calvin Harris. You know, whoever scouts for the White Sox down here, must really like. He must what have he a sees. nice place somewhere, yeah. <laughs> yeah. hanging yeah. out and, and and comes through. A but lot. I mean, I'd draft all four of those guys for sure. Sure. And I, I mean, would you be surprised if Gonzo and Elko were not up there in the next two to three years? I wouldn't. I mean, no. Elko's doing well and, and not and, shocked, right? Really well. Yeah. But man, let me tell you something. <sighs> Ever since Stephen Head didn't make it to the majors, I, know it, I don't it, know so what it takes. I don't know what it takes because he was. Oh man, I just thought he was an incredible. Would you player believe for that Michael Myers would get up there before Stephen Head? No, no, yeah. no. I mean, I mean, so I. Why right, are the way Brian Petway swing at yeah. the same time? Yeah, same group. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Then and, and didn't get there. Now I knew Zach Cozart was going to. You were out yeah. if you hit it in the vicinity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goes it really is so hard. I mean, it's just I think less. I think forty four percent of uh, 
first rounders ever see the MLB. It's just it's crazy yeah. how tough it is to get into to actually make the big shows. Well, and the thing of it is, if you look closely, and I hope nobody takes this the wrong way, but uh, probably sixty percent of them aren't even American. I mean, <laughs> you know, you got Dominicans and Puerto Ricans and well, the Caribbeans. Caribbean. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, so. What's, what's the odds for for an American kid? But that's what they have all the international money for. They go and they sign those players, right? And, you know, Chuck, it's hard to get there. You know, I try and tell a lot of people being involved with the Memphis Grizzlies when everybody at college think, wherever school it is, oh, so-and-so's going to the, to the league. Well, it's a lot different. There's only 60 guys, and maybe only 40 to 45 of those are from the U.S. Very rarely do you find these guys not drafted make it in that league. You've got 20 rounds of these people coming through. And, you know, for these pitchers and whatnot, it's sometimes five, six years if they make it yeah. into the bigs. And so you mentioned it in, in, in your open there. Uh, Jacob Gonzalez, the 15th overall pick to the White Sox. After that, Kemp Alderman. Boy, think about from his freshman year, and the swing and the miss of all the breaking pitches and things to then go into, I guess it was the Cape, right? Yeah. After that, and then all of a sudden the Kemp Alderman that we see, and he really impressed people. What was it? The the velocity off the bat, 115 miles per hour, faster than anybody's, and he goes 47th. Good for Kemp Alderman. Well, Elko went through the same thing, oh, Gary. So His freshman years. and sophomore year yep. were, were not very good, and then, you know. That's why fans, they jump on players and they don't think they're any good. The first year in the SEC, not everybody's like Gonzo that comes in and it's 340 their freshman year, right? That just yeah. is very rare. I had I had lunch the other day with Michael Roseman. At, uh-huh. Yeah. At 21 home runs There's his another one. <laughs> senior year, first-round draft pick. And he, he said, Chuck, people just don't understand how good the SEC is. He said, man, you know, guys like Leger um, – you know, Calarco. Calarco. Yeah. Said, you know, they've, they hit 360 where they came from and hit 290 in the SEC That's or right. 260 in the SEC because it's just a different level. Well, look at the World Series every year. I mean, for the last seven years, hadn't an SEC team won it? Yeah, it's it's, I mean, it's ridiculous. It takes a year, and that's why it's you don't want to go too heavy with freshmen coming up next year, because there's got to be a little pressure after finishing six and twenty-four, right? Yeah, and you don't want to repeat and you know be at the bottom of the, of the basement again. So you got to get some transfers. But guess what? These transfers they weren't playing in the SEC either. Right now they're going to be a little bit more mature because they have got some college reps, but not SEC reps. So I mean, it's I mean well, that's my point. That's yeah, what, that's what Roseman was saying. Then you get Calvin Harrison the fourth, Cooper Pratt, Magnolia Heights taken in the sixth. He was, you know, and and we'll see how the negotiations go there. Jack Doherty in the ninth. The only surprise, do you think, truthfully, because then Muth and North both went in the compensation rounds, yeah. first round, second round, was Cooper Pratt falling to the sixth round? Yeah. That's yeah. the only shock out of all of this for Ole Miss. So far, well, it, it's not a shock though if what we're hearing is true that the number he put, yeah, that he's going to get yeah. the money he wants anyway. So what difference does it make what round? That's true, but I mean, will he get that money? I don't know. I mean, it seems like the Brewers are going to try to make, but they they drafted a, a, another shortstop ahead of Cooper out of high school in the right. third round. They drafted not out of Ole Miss in the supplemental first. They drafted. Um, you know, in the first round. So out of their first two picks, they get $11 million close for the pool. They're using 
over seven million of that eleven million in those first two picks alone. Then you've got the shortstop. Well, the, they're going to get one of those shortstops between their third round pick and their well, sixth round pick. Cooper, they're not going to get both. Cooper, they may project him as a third base. That's right. I mean, you know, they, 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 sure. Just because I'm they, just talking about money wise. Yeah, but just because they drafted another shortstop doesn't sure doesn't mean much to me. And they've been good in the past of managing their money and getting guys like this. Yeah. I don't think they drafted Cooper Pratt if they didn't think they had the ability to really press get him the money. and get the money. Well, they, they, and then you look at the rounds afterwards. afterwards. Every pick the rest of the day has been a college senior yeah. or two graduate guys. Yeah. Those the two graduate guys they don't, they don't have, have a choice they right. have no leverage. That's where they're going to save some money, money it down is. below, but they're going to save some money with those guys. But yeah. look, I mean, Cooper is the centerpiece of this class, period. And there's, I mean, this is big for Bianco. I mean, let's 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 tell it like it is. It's big. Yeah, but I mean, Bianco's not going to be able to do anything if they come with two million dollars. No, but you, <laughs> you know? no, I, look, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, but. He, they better put their. They better let them know all the baseball, the college baseball players, what they got drafted last night versus the high school. How quickly the SEC players are getting into the majors versus the ones that are coming straight out of high school. You better get that NIL package. Um, if it's sweeten it or do whatever, there's some bullets you can still use. Sure, it's sure. August the first, but sure. But I don't think there's a bullet big as two million. Sure, <laughs> I just don't. Yeah. I, I just don't. I mean. Because in most contracts, as I said last week or the week before, most contracts now, if you don't make it, they're going to pay for your college anyway. So, you know. Of the guys left, when we're talking about the Groffs, mm-hmm. Kalarka was a fifth-year senior, but what, Groff was a fourth year. Yeah. Leger will be a fourth year. Yeah. Braden Jones is draftable, even though he just threw for the first time <laughs> I didn't even last know that. season. Yeah. He's draftable because he's already 21. Yeah. So he's draftable. Um, who else did you you mention? Josh Mallets, Xavier Rivas, Rivas, yeah. Ethan Ledge, Ethan Groff, Leger. and then I guess Ledge, excuse me, and then uh, Braden Jones, who I wasn't even aware of being draft eligible, but you said he was on the on the list there. Um, he's so on Major League he Baseball's a, list because he's twenty one. Yeah, yeah. They so, list him as a fourth year sophomore. Well, we've seen twenty one year olds uh, go, you know, before after their sophomore year. Excuse me, we saw what was it, um, two or three years or four or five years ago. Uh, what the right uh, the left-handed pitcher that went in the maybe the supplemental first round too I can't remember his last uh, Rollison he went um, Ron Rollison he went in after sophomore year so I mean there's been sophomores that have been draft eligible before um, there's still a lot of left I mean there's a lot of left to follow the more what happens with uh, those five guys Josh Mallett Xavier Rivas. Ethan Leger, Ethan Groff, and um, Braden Jones, as you just brought up. Those are five. What's All the, what, five are important pieces. What would year. be the benefit of Mallets going if he's? I mean, I, he's I, still got two more years because he's he'll get his he'll get his medical this year. Right. So he's got some leverage, right? Right. So I would think he would be the most likely to come back because he can still come back the the year after and have that leverage. Exactly. Text messages and more coming up with us next to the next portion of the program, the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rail Your Hotline.
Can you imagine years of hard work and saving, and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings? Paxton Farise and the Farise Group have over 20 years and a process working towards success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Farise Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Farise Group, farisegroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Farise Group, your partner in retirement. Registered representatives offer securities through Security America, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. The Farise Group, LLC, and Securities America companies are separate entities. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. House cleaning is just one of those things you gotta do. But life is busy, and the great folks at Brittany's Cleaning Services understand that and are here to help. They provide professional cleaning services for residential, commercial, and rental properties. Reliable, honest, experienced cleaners with affordable pricing. Servicing Olive Branch, Tupelo, Water Valley, Bruce, Holly Springs, Pontotoc, Oxford, Taylor, New Albany, South Haven, Senatobia, and Batesville. Call for more information at 662-202-8868 and follow them on social media. That's Brittany's Cleaning Services, LLC. Hey, Rebel fans, want to be more involved with Ole Miss? Well, join the Grove Collective, the exclusive Ole Miss NIL program. With the new name, image, and likeness law, Rebel fans now have the opportunities to support and elevate Ole Miss student-athletes. And the Grove Collective has created a unified portal to amplify that support. As part of the Grove Collective, your support opens access to special events, fan experiences, merchandise, and marketing opportunities with student-athletes. To find out more and to become part of the Grove Collective NIL program, visit thegrovecollective.com. Hotty toddy and go Rebs. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. And we also have to talk about Gateway Tire. They've been going the distance since 1924. 54 locations, six different states. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you. We're hanging out now with some text messages from 426-1093. Then around 630, Ben Troop is going to join us and talk a little college football and more all right first thing from the text message line is the quarterback room chuck kind of crowded how many guys are there and how do you think this all plays out well it's crowded but at the same time the realistic thing is that it's jackson dart's job to lose and spencer sanders is waiting in the wings if if dart stubs his toe or gets injured I don't think Walker Howard, who is be a redshirt freshman, or Austin Simmons, who would be a true freshman, um, are really realistic candidates to play this year, unless something happens to Sanders too. Uh, Walker Howard would then step in. But I think Jackson Dart is the guy that's going to start the season as the number one quarterback. And, and as long as he does his job, I think he'll keep the job. 
I have to agree. I mean, this is Dart's uh, job to lose. I, mean, I guess we'll go over the injury report. I want to know about Dart's knee situation. It's um, not serious. Sanders' shoulder situation, how's that progressing? It Obviously, it's better because toward the end of the year, I mean, end of the spring in the Grove Bowl, he was, what, 18 of 27 uh, in the Grove Bowl and threw the ball with authority. So uh, it must be okay. Yeah, I mean, but it, it, it's Dart's job to lose unless he gets hurt. And, and, and you know, I, I – Got to say this though, I feel real comfortable if 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 Dart something happens with Dart, he doesn't perform right or he mm-hmm. gets injured. I feel real comfortable with Spencer Sanders. I guess a lot of the questions that people do have surround Howard, and and he's the plan yeah, for hey, the future. He's right? the future guy. Okay, yeah. Okay. And and look, I'm not saying if something happened to Dart and Sanders, I'd be uncomfortable with Walker because I, I, wouldn't I, I wouldn't be. But I, I just don't think it's his turn yet. Gotcha. And the other one from uh, the text message line is about running back situation with the decommitment of the young man from Picayune. Yeah, uh, there are a few candidates out there. They're still recruiting Chris Davis. Uh, that decommitted from Ole Miss is committed to Stanford. They're not going to stop recruiting him. They're still recruiting Kiwan Lacey that's committed to Nebraska, uh, that they've been on him for a good while now. And then the non-commitment is Trey McLeod. Uh, Trey is... He is out of Philadelphia, PA, uh, which we no longer have those coaches around um, that, you know, recruited that area, but they definitely have brought in some players from that area. So those are really the three main guys right now. And then, you know, realistically what's going to happen is they're going to pick up a portal after the season, right? So I think that's what will transpire at the end. But they still would like to pick up a, a high school running back for sure. Your thoughts on that, Chuck? Yeah, I think that's that's the that's it. Of course, you know we're not privy to all, every piece of information, no. but that's pretty close. There might be another one somewhere, but we're not aware of it at this point. Yeah, I mean, you lose one running back to graduation, right? And then so um, with Bentley, he'll expire his eligibility, and then you have Judkins coming back. So next year, you know, it's going to be pretty important. You you got the freshman running back to back him up for Rich next Conno. year. But then you need that third guy. You like him with experience. That's why I think realistically in the end they'll get a portal out of the out of the running back. So who's the third running back right now? Rich Cano. Okay. The freshman. How, how's he looking, Chuck? Good, good. He he and Aiden Williams and, and uh, Get Perkins have yeah. – Really come in here and shown a lot of maturity. Uh, they're working hard. They're trying to blend in. And I've had a couple of veterans tell me that, that those three guys look like veterans right now. Yeah. I've, I've, from the camp, I've heard about Aiden. They are, they don't want to put any pressure on the young man. They just want him to kind of sneak up. But they, they think this guy's going to be really good and, oh, yeah. and good this season. Well, Derek Nix told me out of his own mouth that, um, uh, uh, Williams, this was a long time ago when Williams was in junior high. Yeah. I mean, before Kiffin was even here, that, that he thought Williams would be the best wide receiver that he'd ever recruited. Yeah. I mean, that's when the kid was in the eighth grade. He's the first recruit out of Mississippi that's truly that NWO type player like we saw yeah. with DK and AJ and those guys yeah. like that. So he reminds me a lot of Mingo, except he's faster. Yeah. Yeah, and and a better route runner. Yes. Yeah. That's what he really excels in. And the text message is brought to us by Cannon Cleary McGraw, CCM Oxford. 
Oxfordorthopedics.com. We kind of touched the injuries. we got to do that with Oxford Orthopedics at OxfordOrtho.com. Well, interesting. You know, I, I said last week that Jeremy James and Jaden Williams – their shoulder surgery, they're, they're going to be full go in August. But I was talking to Trey Harris, the wide receiver from Louisiana Tech, uh, who missed spring with a hamstring pull, and Jordan Watkins, who missed spring with a hamstring pull, and Dayton Wade, who missed spring with a hamstring pull, and all three of them mm. telling me they're not 100% yet, and that's surprising to me. They do feel like they'll be 100% by August, but like Trey told me uh, three days ago that he's 75%. Uh, you know, and that's weird to say seventy-five percent. That you know, usually they're going to say 90, 90, 95 yeah, yeah. When there's yeah. so that means he still doesn't feel all the well, way back. Well, I think I think Trey uh, was almost a hundred percent, and then tweaked it just a little bit, wow. and it's got him a little nervous. Mm-hmm. But all three of them, again, all three of them say they're going to be ready for August, and I understand that Dart's knee is fine i mean he's gonna be fine for august how many times though do we see through a football season somebody <sighs> tweak that hammy some yeah. guys get back a lot faster than the others it's and, a weird and some injury. it's a weird injury yeah 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 hollywood the receiver that's now out he went into the portal and uh the missouri transfer you know that's Jalen Knox. Jalen Knox is gonna be expected i mean it was like two years for him yeah, yeah. i mean those things can go i mean it's it's a little hairy but it's a really bigger onus to get franklin eligible doesn't it yeah i think so yeah because uh, i think franklin will obviously be in the top six without uh, question yeah, yeah. Still to go, we'll take a look at some more Ole Miss news. We've got some recruiting things we've got to get to. We also have Chuck's Good, Bad, and Ugly. But next, we'll uh, talk with Ben Troop. We'll introduce you to him, and we'll talk a lot of things in the college football world on this July 10th edition of the show. seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the library sports bar on South 11th in Oxford. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Roof leaks can disturb your relaxing weekend or put your business operations and assets in jeopardy. Riverland Roofing is a licensed, insured, and certified roofing contractor that offers clients quality solutions that suit their budget. As a certified GAF master contractor, Riverland can offer warranties that can last a lifetime, servicing five states, including Mississippi and Tennessee. Owned and operated by Ole Miss alumni, Riverland Roofing covers what matters most, home or business. Find out more at RiverlandLLC.com or 
or call 844-901-ROOF. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. All right, still to go, a lot of recruiting news from the Ole Miss, whether it's football, basketball, or baseball situation to get to with Chuck's Good, Bad, and Ugly. Now, though, I need to mention a couple of things before we get into the conversation. We'll talk about the Faris Group. Briefly, our partner in retirement, nearly two decades of expertise helping those retirees invest and distribute their savings. The Faris Group, you can give them a call at one 327 3735 You can hear this man on ESPN Coastal flagship program, 3 and Out. We know him as a Florida Gator and in the NFL with the Titans, the Bucks, and the Raiders. Mr. Ben Troop is on the line. Ben, how are you, buddy? Always good uh, being on with you guys. Uh, thanks for having me. What's going on, big guys? Good talking with you, Ben. Uh, for the listeners out there, Ben was a former All-American at the University of Florida. He played for Spurrier and Zook, then went on and played for the Titans for four years, and or actually 2004, 5, 6, 7, 8, and then the Oakland Raiders later that year. Ben, it's going to be a big year here in the SEC, as it always is. Um you know, everybody has Georgia pegged at now as you know, going undefeated again, winning the SEC. Is it going to be that smooth, or, or or is that is that a little weary? 
If, uh, if Kirby Smart wasn't the head coach, I would say it, uh, it, w- it would be a little weary. But I think he's built the hardest thing there is to build in college, and that's the culture. I mean, when you think about what he, the, the best decision he ever made was going to Georgia, the best call he ever made was Stetson Bennett. And if you can win with a guy like Stetson Bennett, let's face it, a lot of people didn't see him being the player he became. Whoever whoever made, whoever made, are the schedule makers, I don't know if their last name is Smart, but they definitely did the Georgia Bulldogs a favor with his schedule in 2023. If they do have a hit, up. It would be because, you know, somebody got injured or maybe it was just a flu game. But I see Georgia going undefeated in 2023. Well, who's, who's, who's going to take over for Stetson Bennett? I mean, Carson Beck is a guy that I think that really, really got a good shot. I mean, when you think about the fact that Carson, I mean, Carson Beck and company have been there, all these, you know, five stars next to their name, but they've been watching a guy that was a two-star that nobody wanted but Kirby Smart the last two to three years. So they've learned – how to be the focal point but not be a distraction. And I think, you know, I, do I think Georgia's going to try to air it out a little bit more with Brock Bowers and company? We'll see. But you finally get to see one of those guys that actually got recruited by Georgia get a chance to actually take some snaps this season. Who's who's next in line after Georgia in your eyes? I, I on, want, on the I East. Want, obviously, obviously, the bias in me wants to say Florida, but that kid, listen, Joe Milton and company in Tennessee, man, I think they got something going. You see what he was able to do, uh, you know, filling in last year. And I think that this, I think Tennessee and that, just that Josh Hypo offense, they're going to be hard to stop. So for me, I want to be my Florida Gators in the second year under Billy Napier, but unless Joe, Joe Milton is going to do his best, Anthony Richardson uh, impersonation, throwing these 70 yard passes, it might be them balls again. What, Hypo, talk a little bit about. Are you a little surprised at the, the success he's having at Tennessee? He had some at, at, at UCF, but so did everybody else. I, I'm I'm a little surprised at the success he's had. I, I want to say I am, but at the end of the day, Hypo was the guy that wanted to be at Tennessee. When you look at previous guys, that, you know, Bush Jones, the company that got hired there, these are guys that I, they wanted the job because of the situation. I don't know if they wanted the job and everything that came with it. Hypo was the guy that came over from UCF, and people said, is it going to be feasible for him to bring that high-power offense, you know, uh, over to the SEC? And, look, he stuck with it. And they, they he shows that with his offense, if he got a quarterback that can go out there and run it, they can go out there and be really, really good. I mean, nobody saw Hendon Hooker becoming what he became, who wasn't even a starter. When Hyper first got the job there at Tennessee, it's going to be scary moving forward because, you know, the longer you have a system under your belt, the easier it is to implement it with these players. Hyper and the company are going to be scary for some years to come. Well, Ben, and also, you got to believe that Tennessee people just got tired of what was happening. And when they hired Hyper, they probably be giving him all the resources he possibly needs because. Tennessee's a sleeping giant. It really, really is. I mean, going back to my time in Tennessee with Philip Fulmer and company, those guys, I mean, used to go out there and really, I mean, the third game of the season was always Florida, Tennessee, nothing against Georgia now, but that usually decide who was going to win the East. Obviously, we're in a different time now, but it, it goes to show you, when you put all the resources and the faith behind the head, man, it helps because he knows that he ain't looking over his shoulder. It's not the players and the alumni and the, and the, and the fans who decide who, who gets fired. It's, it, it be, you know, it be the guy that hired you, you know, in the AD and the fact that the AD came from UCF actually actually helped in the recruiting and hiring of Josh Heupel. What about your Florida Gators? Are they number three in the East? 
I hope so. I really, really do. I know, I know Coach Stoops going to have something to say about it. Hey, I didn't ask you what you hope now. Listen, the bias Florida Gator in me means that if Florida was playing New England, I'll say, listen, man, Florida by six. But the, the analyst in me and understanding that, the, I just got to see it. Now, I like what, I like what, um, I like Graham Merz coming over. I like the, E.T. and Johnson at the running back position because they're going to run the football. Florida's going to have to run the football. But if they can play complementary football in the passing game, because I like this young defensive coordinator we got, we're going to have to scratch and claw. Florida's a team that, unfortunately, nobody's going to feel sorry for uh, for Florida, no matter who we got or don't got. going to be hard to replace a talent like Anthony Richardson. But I hope we scratch and claw for that third. And if Tennessee do something crazy, like keep that streak going of not winning in Florida since 2003, my senior year, we got a shot to potentially be, uh, be, be competing for that second. They beat you in 2003? Two thousand the last time Tennessee won at Florida was my senior year in two thousand three. They have not won at Florida since. So I, I don't know. If, I don't know if I tell that, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bud. I got. I got to hey, take my wins when I can get them these days. <laughs> <laughs> talk. Talk a little bit about the West. Who's who? The two front runners, three front runners in the West. I mean, obviously Alabama, but I mean, people keep saying that they don't know what they got at the quarterback position, but you know they're going to have running backs. You know they're going to have a big, meaty uh, offensive line. You know they're going to have a bunch of defenders who's going to be top 10, top 15 in the draft. I know LSU is a team that people are talking about. Be on the lookout for them old Miss boys. They've been making noise the last couple of years under Lane Kiffin. Unfortunately, they haven't won uh, the West. And for Texas A&M and those guys pay, uh, paying Jimbo Fisher, they hope it's Texas A&M. I don't think it's going to be, but for my Money, I'll go Alabama one, Ole Miss two, maybe a dark horse, and like a Texas A&M, maybe maybe even Hugh Freeze might sneak in there uh, in 2000, uh, 2023. You don't think LSU's number two? I mean, Daniels is definitely the Heisman front runner, right? But this is the thing about LSU: when it's lofty expectations going into the season, I you know because Joe Burrow, I mean, we along we a couple of years you know removed from t- two thousand nineteen, even though he grew up there uh, at LSU. I think LSU gonna have that target on their back, but starting out with. F- Florida State, again this year, with lofty expectations for Florida State and what they want to do. I want to say LSU, but I just think that, you know, it might be too lofty of expectation. I mean, I think at the end of the day, they're going to they gonna have something to say about it. And I know my LSU listeners think I'm hating because of, of the LSU-Florida rivalry that's been going on these days. But watch out for them Ole Miss boys this year. Hey, Ben, uh, I talked to Archie Manning last week about the Manning Passing Academy, and he said – by far the most improved quarterback he had down there this year was Jaden Williams from LSU from last year to this year. So my, it, it, shoot, uh, please don't, please don't, I don't, these men is getting on my nerves, man. Cause you know, if they, if they say, if they say he's, you know, made some of my son was actually at the camp last year. Uh, you know, even though he's going into the ninth grade, I asked him last year, I said, son, who's the most impressive kids at this camp? He said, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, and Stetson Bennett. He said, that's who he said was the most impressive. So we'll see the managers, man. They, they know a little bit of something about quarterback in these days. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Ben, I got to ask you this question. There's the old miss was going to have a, big uh, uh they were going to redo the stadium especially on the home side and then they put that off because lane kiffin said we don't need to raise this money for for facility upgrades we need to raise it for nil for nil then we see florida come out and they're going to put in a few hundred million like old miss was going to do to upgrade their facility what are your thoughts on that does it need to go into the facilities right now or can you do both 
I think you're going to have to find a way to do both because the thing is, even with, I mean, right now, Florida, they signed a petition saying don't go down to 75000 keep it in the 80s. I mean, back when I was at Florida with Coach Spurrier, his last two years, my first two, 84000 sounds, 84, sounds just like 90000 if you win games. You only can hear the difference when you're not winning games and you're not packing these stadiums. But even in the situation with Ole Miss, I think they're going to have to find a way to do both because if they do give the money to NIL and it doesn't register to own the field, they're going to say, well, maybe we could have put that in facilities. I don't know how they uh, – raise the money, you know, uh, up there in Oxford, but they're going to have to find a way to do both. When the head man of the football team speaks, everybody needs to listen. And Lane Kiffin, he knows a little something about trying to cater to his players. He knows that we cater to our players first, facilities second. We got a shot to, you know, uh, be in the top ten because if you're not in the top ten, preferably top five in recruiting, you're not going to be nowhere near that national championship. Ben, talk to me a little bit about you said Texas A and M. You did you didn't have a lot of faith in them, but I'm I'm kind of curious to see what people think about Bobby Petrino calling plays this year. If Jimbo is actually going to turn that duty over to him. If Bobby Petrino can go out there and be where he's been in the past, I mean, Texas A&M is going to be in a really, really good situation. But then what happens there, too, the same, I, I was always told the same reason why they hire you will be the same reason why they fire you. If this thing blows up in Jimbo Fisher's face, I don't know if Petrino going to be a scapegoat that he's going to try to use because $7.5 million, $8.5 million or whatever Jimbo is making, and you win in five games in 2022 when you supposedly had the number one recruiting class in 2022, and you're going to have to pay some of those dividends coming back. We'll see. I mean, I'm always, I'm always in with a guy like Jimbo hiring a guy like Bob Petrino, you know, seeing if, it, if uh, those two can come together and make it work. It's going to be interesting, but outside of Jimbo, listen, we're a long way to 2013. And outside of Jimbo having that national championship, it ain't been a lot to talk about since he's been in Texas A&M. They ain't even, even been in the second or third, you know, type of rankings when you talk about the SEC West. They're going to have to show a lot of improvement in 2023 because with LSU doing what they're doing in year one, you know, on the new head coach, you talk about Hugh Freeze coming over, what Ole Miss is doing, and people don't talk enough about what goes on at Arkansas, they're gonna have to find a way to be competing for that second or third. If not, I don't know I don't know how much that buyout is. That might be the only thing saving Jimbo at this point. Ben Ole Miss recently got a quarterback commit and then signee reclassified from twenty five to twenty three and Austin Simmons a, a player out your way. Kinda of tell the Ole Miss fans out there what they can expect in Austin. I, I wouldn't go off. I wouldn't go off the whole situation about what he was saying about the schedule and things of that nature. I mean, it, number one, I mean, the guy got a GPA. I didn't even know could be that high. I did not know a GPA could even be that high. Which me either, man. man. <laughs> he takes. He listen. He takes care of. You know, he takes care of what he needs to take care of away from football. But from what I've seen, you don't. He he has he has what most what most kids don't want to you know show off. He has common sense. He says, look, they won't lag way of Florida. I want to go somewhere to where I got a chance to be the front runner. And anybody that got something to say about that, that's called common sense from him and his daddy. He's going to a place to where he can develop with a guy in Lane Kiffin who, outside of Lincoln Riley, tell me who develops quarterbacks better than Lane Kiffin. He understands what he's doing, and he gets to go out there now. He said he didn't want to compete over there in Florida. They said, you going to the SEC West. Well, you got to play LSU, Texas, A&M, and Alabama, and Auburn every year. <laughs> hopefully hopefully he, uh, he, he turns out to be a really, really good player. I'm not one of those people that jumps on the young man because he chose there was another quarterback by the name of Matt Corral. He was supposed to go to Florida. He ended up at Ole Miss. Seemed to turn out pretty well for him. So I'm wishing he's, I'm that young man nothing but the best. Ben, uh, name, if there was one dark horse in the SEC this football season, who, who would it be in your eyes? Arkansas. And I, and, I, and I think it's been that for the last two or three years. And Sam Pittman has been there, right? 
Sam Pittman, Sam Pittman is, is, was, the, was the O-line guru at Georgia. He finally gets a head coaching job. We hit a pandemic. It's an SEC-only schedule, and his first game is Georgia. Come on now. You don't do that, man, like that. But yet they still been playing. K.J. Jefferson might be the best quarterback coming back in the SEC this year. Yeah. People ain't talking about it. And I think that if Arkansas, to me, can go out there and win some games, they, and win some games that people got to stick. Because ain't nobody really expecting them to beat Alabama, right? But can they beat LSU? Yeah. Can they beat Ole Miss? Yep. Can they beat Auburn? Yes. Now, will they beat him is another is another thing. But I think Sam Pittman and Arkansas and company, they've been doing a really, really good, good job since Sam Pittman's been in town. You being an SEC guy, what's your opinion on Texas and Oklahoma coming into the league next year? And, and do you think they're going to be a little culture shock because they've been playing in that Big 12, which I don't, I don't have a lot of respect for compared to the SEC? I mean, you. I mean, as far as branding, it don't get bigger than that. I mean, when you talk about bringing a fan base and a part of the country, you know, taking another away from Texas A&M. I mean, it don't get bigger in the state of Texas than Texas, and obviously Oklahoma, and and that brand awareness of what they've been able to do now. Are they going to have the same success? No. Texas couldn't win the Big Twelve. You're not winning the SEC. Oklahoma <laughs> can put up big numbers, but you got to play defense in the second half. So we'll see what happens when they come over. But I'm telling you guys right now, that Red River rivalry, they're going to do all they can to say, "Hey, man, we want to keep it where they keep it." Greg Sankey going to say, "Nope." The big game, the big neutral games over here is either play the. Jacksonville or Atlanta, y'all can pick the two. I don't think they're gonna pick Jacksonville, but Atlanta might have another, another uh, bigger. Uh, the Red River rivalry might have, you know, that with that that scarlet and that burnt orange running all through Atlanta. <laughs> Great stuff, Ben. Thanks for joining us tonight, Ben. Thank you, my Appreciate man. It. You're you, you're one of the best, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you, buddy. Ben Troop on with us. A lot of good stuff there. Colorful. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's. I mean, he is one of the most informed guys. You could ask him who's the right tackle for Missouri, and he would tell you the guy's just so knowledgeable about the SEC. Obviously, he's got a huge passion uh, for SEC football and baseball as well. So a really, really neat individual, and I look forward to having him on in the future as the SEC season gets cranked up. We'll do some more of the recruiting, but I need to go ahead and tell you the Red and Blue Chips recruiting segments brought to you by the Grove Collective. The mission is to create and enhance NIL opportunities for all Ole Miss student-athletes while providing a level of protection and guidance in today's NIL marketplace. Join the Ole Miss Collective today. Help make an impact on our student-athletes and give them everything we can at the flagship university. We'll come back and put a cap on this one. The Cannon Motors of Mississippi Railway Yell Hotline. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. 
Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color t-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags. Anything, everything. Thank Ole Miss. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. All right, final segment of this one, our Ole Miss news brought to us by Van Atkins Jewelers. As you know, Chuck there says she's worth it. And my, my Ole Miss news was, well, we've gone through a lot of it with the draft, and we've got the commitments and things coming up. But SEC Media Day is on the way soon, very soon. And uh, Ole Miss will have Cedric Johnson, DeAndre Prince, and Quinshawn Judkins as the three Shocking. that speak. Shocking to me. <laughs> yeah, the three but, best players, so makes where's, sense. Where's Jackson Dart? Well, yeah. I'd, I've, I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, I mean, Cedric and Prince are obviously the best players on defense, and, or, you know, on paper they are. And then Quinshawn. He's the best player on offense, but yeah, Dart, you need him there. I don't, that is kind of a little weird. Jump on into your recruiting news. Yeah, um, Randall Joyner just continues to make hay. Um, you know, he's got his, what, his fourth defensive line uh, commit, uh, Maurice Davis, an edge rusher out of Albany, Georgia. Long and rangy, just like he likes him. He's 6'5, 215, picked Old Miss over AM, Louisville, and South Florida. Uh, he's rated the number 31 rush in in the country. And he's the second rush in to commit to Ole Miss. The other one, Cameron Clark, out of South Gibson High School in Tennessee. Uh, we did have a decommitment for Ole Miss, a longtime commitment to Mon Williams. Uh, decommitted for Ole Miss, I uh, believe, you know, when Austin Simmons, uh, you know, decided to flip from Florida to Ole Miss. That kind of sealed the deal with that one right there. Uh, a couple tidbits. Um, with DeMond no longer committed to Ole Miss, Ole Miss offered two. Uh, two 2024 prospects in Huss Henji out of Fort Worth, Texas. And he's currently committed to Texas. Uh, Texas Christian. He's rated the number 16 quarterback. Can I stop you? Yeah. A Texas kid named Hoss. 
Because they say it's Hoss. You know, it's H-A-U-S-S, but it's pronounced like Hoss Cartwright, right? Hoss. Perfect. Love it. The second one that they offered is Trevor Jackson out of Winter Garden, Florida, 6'3", 190. He's the number 17 quarterback in the 24 class. So they're still going to try to sign a quarterback. Uh, it's going to be tough with, uh, you know, having two freshmen on their squad like Ole Miss has. But he's going he's gonna to go after another quarterback for sure. Um, and then let's look uh, at some basketball tidbits. Uh, Ole Miss for the second straight week. We saw Coach Beard and company down there to recruit Cam Scott out of South Carolina. He is the number 19 overall recruit in the country with uh, South Carolina, the home state school, Auburn, Ole Miss, and Texas as the leaders. In baseball, the big news today, Ole Miss picked up a left-handed pitcher, Liam Doyle. Guys, as we know, left-handers are hard to come by, especially at Ole Miss. So I thought that was really big news out of Coastal Carolina. He was a freshman this past year, 6'2". He's from New Hampshire. He pitched 56.5 innings, had 69 Ks, and opponents only batted 205 against Liam. And Chuck, just tell us a little bit about what you've heard about him. I just heard that he's got a lot of potential and that uh, he, he really hadn't scratched the surface. Kind of like Sonia and Quinn. He was a freshman last year, uh, started out slow, but then started to pick up what collegiate baseball is all about, and uh, they're really excited about having this lefty right here. Yeah, I'm with the two highest-rated Ole Miss signees pitching going in the draft that early, first, second round. You don't expect them to be back. And then Jack Daugherty, you know, obviously in the ninth round, he wouldn't have any leverage if he stayed at Ole Miss, so expect him to go. So they got to fill in a couple of those holes. But they've done a nice job now. This is third uh, pitcher in the portal they picked up. They've gotten two more good ones, including the Arkansas State transfer that they think could – potentially be a weekend starter so they're they're put they're fitting the pieces it's just everything again it's going to come down to cooper because there really is right. not a big time replacement for him like we're seeing at these other positions because we haven't mentioned jd urso who was coming from tampa to yep. Ole miss and was here for about two weeks yeah maybe yeah is going back home got homesick and left yep. back home and you know they they're really high on a couple uh texas signees that they had there at shortstop but uh, that's why Cooper's just such a big uh, – they're going to have to get somebody really good in the portal if he does end up going to the Brewers, I'll say that. All right, music time as we get ready for Chuck's Good, Bad, and Ugly. And we know our friends with Big Delta Power Sports brings this to us every week located at 155 Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville. Well, the good – in the past couple of weeks, I've had the pleasure and the opportunity to interview several of the portal football players the Rebels will be leaning on heavily this fall. And my first impression of all of them so far is that they are quality young men besides being good football players. Linebacker Jeremiah Jane Batiste, tight end Caden Priestcorn, wide receiver Trey Harris, cornerback Zamari Walton, defensive lineman Stefan Wynn, and defensive lineman Josh Harris were all cooperative and eager to talk. Uh, with their ability to communicate, they're obviously quality upbringing, their maturity, and their desire to be good, they will all be a big part of this football team. And based on their interaction with me, I'm glad they're Rebels right now, even if just for a year. The Rebel baseball team got a commitment from Leon Doyle that we talked about, a left-handed pitcher from Coastal Carolina who will be a sophomore next year. The book on him is very promising, according to a couple of people I've talked to at Coastal, the Rebs. Need all the help they can get on the mound, and Doyle may be a significant fine. We'll see. Maurice Harris, 
rush in from Albany, Georgia, 6'4", 215 pounds, another good commitment for the Rebel football team. On the defensive side of the ball, Pete Golding and Randall Joyner are on fire in recruiting, and it's good to see. No bad and ugly. It's June, July. We're undefeated. Everybody's happy. Yancey just got back from the beach. He's got a nice tan, <laughs> so everything's good. <laughs> Chuck, uh, speaking of Golding and, and Randall, I think that, that's actually their fifth defensive line commit, and what is it, thirteenth defensive commit that they've yeah. got? So they have, you know, they're making a lot of hay on that side of the ball, and obviously that's the side that they need to worry about. No doubt about it. SEC media days begin. Next week, on Monday. So we'll have a little discussion. What is Ole Miss go? You know? That's a very good question. We should know that, shouldn't we? <laughs> yeah, I don't. They'll don't be going fi- next week. Don't fire me between now and then. <laughs> no, that, I, I love it if they came on before we got on this show, but we'll see what time they come on next week. All right. Yeah. We'll be back with you guys. Thanks for being with us. Howdy toddy. 